the college basketball experience, Michigan State Spartans 2022-23 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. And from boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today and bet a hundred dollars. Win a hundred dollars at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. So do that today and then remember, folks, to let it ride. This is my team, Cleese, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Episode. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Don D happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> Oh man, talking Sparty basketball. It's a blue blood right there. What do you mean? It's always great to talk Sparty basketball. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for Farmer, Farmer video coordinator for Bob Huggins at West Virginia, host of the NFL Gambling Podcast, host of the Ryan and Rush Show. Give it up for my guy Ryan McIntyre. How you doing, Ryan? Doing good, Colby, and I'm sure all the Spartans fans listening out there, it, ha- it hasn't been the football season you wanted, but don't worry, basketball is here. Tom Izzo's here, baby. Tom Izzo is here. I'm very excited to see. And look, year 28, crazy. Woo, 666. That's 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 a bad omen to start the uh, the basketball season. But he has 666 wins. That's not a bad omen. Two hundred, uh, so he's six hundred and sixty-six and two hundred and sixty-seven in twenty-seven years. You'll see the graphic you're, if you're subscribed on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash/the college experience. I mean, I was just telling you this pre-episode, so um, I remember watching, you know, Michigan State basketball pre-Tom Izzo, um, and you know they were they were still a solid program, but wow. I mean, what a, uh, what a, a, just a, a, what he has done with this program. They haven't had a losing season. Now I know 2021, they're 15 and 13 and nine and 11 in the big, in, in the big 10. But I mean, they still had a winning season and they lost in the first four to UCLA in a crazy game where UCLA ends up going to the, to the final four and almost knocked off the team that played in the national championship. Um, but he hasn't had a losing. I'm sitting there like going through it. I'm like, wait, have they really not had a losing season? I mean, you go all the way back to 1987 under J- Judd Heathcote. 
I mean, that's a long fucking time, but I'll say this is so Izzo's never had a losing season year one. He was 16 and 16. That was his worst year ever since then. He's had the program rolling national championships, final fours. I mean, uh, you work for coach Huggins hall of fame coach. What do you make of uh, Tom Izzo? You know, I mean, this is a, f- a first ballot hall of hall of fame coach. You would say, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, I love Izzo being a hugs guy. He's a throwback guy as well. Take it a step further. He's only had one losing season in big 10 play. And it was that year 2020 through 2021 when there were no fans. Cause he didn't have that uh, East Lansing home court advantage. So, I mean, he's made the tournament every year since the year 1997, eight final fours. He's just Mr. Consistency. And that's why he got into the hall of fame in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. That's why I guess that's my fault there. I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even bring that up. I didn't even think about that. He's already (laughs) in the hall. I'm the fucking idiot here. Um, But, uh, but yeah, I mean, either way, he's just killing it when it comes to, I, I I'll be honest. I kind of thought he had a losing season in there early on in his career. He didn't. So did I. Yeah. No. Um, just an unbelievable run uh, in uh, East Lansing there. So, uh, and, and you look at this year's team, you look at last year's team and you know, <sighs> I wonder what this team will be like because well, let's just get into it. Uh, they, they lose a couple key pieces in my opinion, Gabe Brown, just about 12 points a game. Marcus Bingham, who I thought played big in moments, uh, just about uh, nine and a half points a game. Uh, Max Christie left early for the NBA. And then uh, Julius Marble, who was a, a solid contributor, left for Texas A&M. That's a lot. That's a lot to lose yeah. right there. <laughs> they, they don't, they're not big on bringing people in on the portal. Marble's the only thing that w- was transfer portal, you know, in, like if you pull up their transfer portal, that's the only thing that, that, and that was departing nothing arriving. What do you make of, of replacing all of that? Can they, you know, I'm never going to bet against Izzo. We just read off all his accolades, but he, this is going to be one of his more challenging coaching jobs since being in the East Lansing in the early days. I mean, he loses a lot and he doesn't bring in a lot from the transfer portal because he hasn't really been, he's not a big transfer portal guy just because he's an older school guy. So, I mean, it's kind of the Michigan state way. He just needs guys like Hoggard and uh, Walker to take the next step. And then uh Hauser as well. Yeah. And I know that they have the Jaden Atkins injury. Um, he might be back. You know, I, I, I saw that he might be back uh, earlier than projected. That's something to monitor. Cause I think that he was going to get a lot more minutes. Got about 15 minutes a game a season ago. They did get Joey Hauser back. Yeah. And I, I just feel like that's a lot to lose without bringing in. Now they did, did bring in some key freshmen. You look at, uh, you know, Carson Cooper comes in a freshman uh, from what uh, IMG Academy. Maybe, maybe that's one that can work out. Uh, Trey Holloman comes in from Minnesota. Uh, Jackson Kohler coming in from uh, California. Uh, I just don't know. Cause another thing is Izzo traditionally doesn't play a lot of young guys. I feel like, am I crazy on that statement? Or do you think you'll see some of that class, you know, getting in, getting in the mix? What do you think? Maybe Kohler just cause he's six, nine and they need some depth in the front court. But like you said, Izzo likes to have three, four, five year guys. 
that he can develop and do it the Michigan State way. So, no, I think they're going to lean on these vets and just bring these freshmen along, and maybe they can give them something come February into March. It's going to be interesting to watch. I mean, the Izzo teams are always interesting to watch the progression throughout the year, almost like Bayheim at Syracuse as like team gets better and better. Sometimes they might start out a little struggling and then you see them find their, their, their stride. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting to watch And folks. Remember uh, when the college basketball season starts, just like every other year, we will be here every single night of the season. Yes. We will be here talking best bets. We handicap every single uh, D one college basketball game. And also we're not all strictly, I mean, yes, we're a gambling show. We've never had a losing season, but we also just love college basketball. Long before we ever gambled, we love college basketball. We'll talk about the key matchups uh, each night, what games you want to see, what matchups that are within the matchups. You know, oh, oh, you're going to see J- Hauser going up against his former team, something like that. Um, so, uh, yeah, make sure you subscribe. And we're, t- we're on YouTube. Once again, youtube.com slash uh, the college experience, uh, where we also host the college football experience here, too. So uh, we talk college football year round. Talk college basketball year round, uh, but I want to project the starting five, which I actually think on this one, I think I might be able to, you know, a lot of these teams, you see so much turnover that it's actually like kind of taking a dart and just throwing it at the wall. Uh, I feel like I might be able to, to accurately project the exact starting five of the Michigan state Spartans. But first, before we do that, I got to tell you that the college basketball experience, Michigan state, 2022, 23 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan. Hello, uh, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. And from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds on every single major sport. WinBet is what you need to win, baby. Sign up today and bet a hundred dollars win a hundred dollars at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T. All right. We are back projecting the starting five. Never, never an easy task in college basketball, 2022, but I think I might just have uh, figured this one out. Um, you look back at the minutes that are returning and they kind of, they kind of tell you the tale. Uh, AJ, AJ Hoggard at, uh, at the one six, four. Well, actually uh, it's going to be him and Tyson Walker. I don't know. You think, uh, do you think Jaden Atkins Atkins will, uh, will get a chance to start? Well, last year, Hoggard and Walker split, uh, or Hoggard and Walker, not Hoggard and Walker, uh, <laughs> Hoggard and Walker split, uh, the tongue twister there split point guard duties. Cause they were trying to figure out who was the better option going forward. So I think he plays in both this year. And uh, I think I could see Atkins. I know Izzo said in the preseason press conferences that he may go small ball in honor of Draymond green. So he may slide Hauser did the five at times, but I don't think he's going to start small. So I think he'll bring Atkins off the bench. Well, uh, especially, you know, considering the foot injury, but I'm thinking like maybe mid, mid uh, January, you might be seeing Hogger Walker Atkins, uh, then, then uh, hall and Hauser, but probably yes. to open the season, you're going to see Sissoko in there. Maddie Sissoko, get him the rock, the big man, six, nine, getting just four minutes a game last year. Just give him an opportunity, baby. Um, uh, yeah, 
this team doesn't have a lot of height. Kohler, uh, maybe the the freshman or or Cooper you'd see in the mix, but gonna be very interesting to watch. I think that's our starting five though. Hogger Walker. I'm gonna say Atkins. Uh, you know, mid uh, mid mid January will probably be that guy. Then then uh, Hall and Hauser. Um. Let's let's talk schedule. Let's talk non-con schedule and bring your whiskey if you are a Michigan State <laughs> fan because holy shit when you we load up look we've been previewing all these teams go check out all of our previews people but I mean <laughs> I haven't seen one like this this one I mean it's it's pretty impressive they open up the season and this is a uh, this is one you're really gonna need to beat Northern Arizona because. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Monday, November seventh, the Lumberjacks of Northern Arizona travel, travel all the way across country to East Lansing, Michigan, at the Breslin Center to take on Sparty. They're going to be one and zero. We know that. I I watch NAU. I was I've been in Flagstaff. They're not good. They're not good. You know what I mean? So I I mean they seem to be getting a tiny bit better, but come on, they they're not going to win this game. They're not good. So one and zero, one and zero for Sparty, right? Yeah, want to know for Sparty and let the fun begin now. <laughs> well, then you got the Armed Forces Classic. All right, C nine misfire. You sank my battleship. This is played on a fucking <laughs> battleship in San Diego. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Like this is like they should do this. Uh, this is like uh, when you watch the, the uh, above the rim and they're playing on like a rooftop. You know what I mean? Like this is just insane. Uh They've done this classic. They're playing Gonzaga though. Like I get, I get maybe going to San Diego, a little vacation time while you're there with your basketball program, but man, you're taking on the Zags who brought back everybody. I wonder, I bet you this deal was negotiated before that happened where they, all of a sudden Timmy comes back and all these people and, and Izzo's like, shit, shit, shit. Um, I got Gonzaga winning this. You? Yeah, you touched on the Michigan State front court issues. This is not the team to play when you got front court issues with Timmy. Give me the Zags here over uh, Sparty uh, on the battleship. Uh, yeah, I just can't see. I mean, this look at this the schedule. Uh, well, guess what? Four days later, in Indianapolis, Indiana, you take on the Kentucky Wildcats and John Calipari. <laughs> Kentucky's loaded this year. I know they lost in the first round to St. Peter's. I want to take Sparty. You know I love to fade Kentucky, but I'm not gonna do it because Kentucky's loaded. I got Kentucky winning. I got Sparty one and two. You? Yeah, no, I hate Kentucky as much as anybody, but Kentucky's gonna win this game. We just said if, if you struggle with Timmy, you're probably gonna struggle with Oscar Sheboy too. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Uh, then, then on November 18th, Oh, the Gav at tip off games, no big deal. Right? Oh, Villanova only went to the final four a season ago. Yes. Jay Wright is gone, but I, I think Kyle Neptune knows the programs in and outs over the past, well, like 18 years he's been in Philadelphia. If there's one they could get, this is in East, East Lansing on FS one. What are you doing here? Cause another thing is Thankfully, Villanova doesn't have Justin Moore. If you're if you're a fan of Michigan State, I'm going to say they get this one. You? Yeah, no, this is a desperate spot. Not not so much desperate in terms of it's still only game number four, but you don't want to start one and three and then have to go to the PK Classic after that. So 
I think they get this one done narrowly. That's <laughs> a great game. Yeah. And then the, uh, Ryan just alluded to this, the Phil Knight invitational going on in Portland, Oregon, where they take on the Alabama crimson tide to open things up. I could see them beating Alabama, but I could also see them losing to Bama. Like I think Bama is a more talented team, but Tom Izzo's Tom Izzo for a reason. It's a far trip for, for both these schools. Really? Bama's a weird team though. I mean, I, I, I watched, I think it was Furman almost knock them off last season. Like if Bama goes they, first off, they're like Paul Westhead philosophy, run up the court, shoot 10 million shots as fast yeah. as possible. If they're off they're they're susceptible to lose to a lot of, a lot of teams that are not as talented as them. However, gosh, this game's on ESPN. This is on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving giving us great basketball matchups. I'm going to take Bama. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to go Bama. I think they just got more coming back and they're, they'll be better than Michigan state early. Well, things get better the day after Thanksgiving because you get leftovers for us. Well, not for Michigan state. If they get leftovers, if they, it's going to be in the name of Yukon or Oregon. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'm gonna. Hey, I I would assume Oregon wins that game because it's in Portland, so the crowd will be Duck fans mm-hmm. most likely. So I, I gun to my head, I think they probably play UConn. <laughs> this is a brutal. This is an unbelievable schedule. I'm taking UConn. UConn brings back a ton. I mean, they like some key guys. Sonogo. They get Tristan Newton from East Carolina. I. Uh, Another thing is Sonogo is a big, like th- this team doesn't have a, a legit big. If they're going small ball, every team they play with the exception of Villanova has bigs, elite bigs. I'm, I'm taking UConn. What are you doing? Same. I'm going to take UConn. These two played in a fantastic game in the Bahamas last year. Sparty got it done. So I'll take UConn in the revenge game. Well, then they get the third matchup, which we don't know who it is, but this is a loaded, this is a loaded slate. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, what, 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 what do you got them going? You got them winning one in, in Portland. So if they lose the first two, uh, they're in North Carolina's uh, bracket and North Carolina plays Portland. So they would play Portland in the seventh place game. But if even they play the, Portland, they're going to, yeah, I think they'll beat even Portland, it's a road game. but it's, it, yeah. it's a road game. Cause it's Portland's home state or, you know, not home city. I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one win there. Jeez. Then you come back home and we're still in November, November 30th, ACC big 10 challenge. You head to South bend to take on Mike Bray in Notre Dame. And I, and look, this is a winnable game for Michigan state, but I'm kind of high on, on Notre Dame this year in the ACC. I think they're going to be a tournament team. So I, this schedule is insane. It's if I would love them to be hosting this game on the road. I mean, shit! Didn't Notre Dame beat Kentucky in in uh, South Bend a season ago? Yes. <sighs> I mean, I lean Notre Dame. I lean Notre Dame. I go, no, I go Notre Dame too, and they yeah. they're going to go right from Portland all the way to Notre Dame here. This is a long road trip, and I don't think it's going to end well for them. So through the month of November, we have them sitting there at what three and uh, what one, two, three, four. Five, three, and five, and that's with the win over Villanova. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, then we get uh, you know the Big Ten gives you these couple these couple games early on, little little uh, appetizer for uh, tournament play. Big Ten was 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 nice to him because they they gave him Northwestern. Chris Collins. Uh, I feel like they always open up against Northwestern. Feels like, but uh, a couple of years ago, I think Northwestern actually got him. Um, I got them beaten Northwestern in, in East Lansing at the Breslin center, Northwestern, everyone, Pete Nance is at, at Carolina. Now, uh, another Ryan Young's at Duke. They all transferred out. What, what are you doing here? Yeah, they're, they're going to be very happy to see big 10 play after that, uh, gauntlet that they yes, went through in yes. November. So, uh, yeah, I think they start one and own big 10 play. So that puts them four and five. Then at Penn state, I do like Micah Shrewsbury. I thought his team fought for him. Well, uh, I think this is a dangerous game for them, but I'm going to even call for five and five. I think they get the dub in, in uh, state college university park. What are you doing here? Yeah, no, you said a tricky spot. I think they just get by Penn state. So they, they need to get this one to get back to five and five headed into this last three game stretch before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, December 10th, they, uh, they get Brown who I was impressed with last year in the Ivy league. I know their record doesn't say it, but a couple of times I watched Brown, I was really impressed with their athleticism considering the Ivy league angle. Um, I mean, I don't think Brown's a great team, but I think they're, if you, if you're not, if you don't bring your a game, Brown could give you a game with their athleticism. Um, I, I got them beating Brown on December 10th. You? Yes. I got him. I got him getting past Brown. So that puts them at six and five. Then they have a le- like uh, 10 days of rest, essentially. 10 days of rest, and they're going to need it because Oakland. Oakland. Co- yes, Oakland in Michigan, not Oakland, California. Oakland comes to town, and I I like what I see from Greg's, uh, Greg Campy squad there. Greg Camp squad. I forget. What is it? Campy? Is it Camp? I always forget. Um, Campy, yep. Yeah. I mean, he's been there for a long time, and uh, he's got a pretty good roster. I feel like coming into this year, dangerous, dangerous playing, playing, uh, you know, they, they get a chance to play big brother. They were 20 and 12 a season ago. What are you doing here? I'm taking Sparty, but like you said, Greg Campy and Oakland always play Michigan state tough, whether it's in East Lansing or in Detroit, when they play at the palace, um, well, I'll be, I, I can tell you, I'll be on Oakland with the spread when we preview that game uh, on yeah, December yeah. 21st. I agree. I agree. Give me Sparty to go to, what is it? Seven and five. Then mm-hmm. uh, they, they, then you got the last at a conference game going on on Friday, December 30th, where the Buffalo bulls who are another decent squad. I mean, watch out. I'm telling you like Brown, Oakland and Buffalo are not like a hundred percent sure wins. I mean, yes, for, for any program, I mean, I'm saying like, if you don't bring your a game, those are decent teams. Uh, I still got them winning this. I, I got them going three and oh, and that at a conference slate late in December, it puts them at eight and five. You got a one in this. Yeah. And they're going to need all these to get to eight and five. So I think they'll get it done, but it's not going to be easy. This is like we said, this is as hard a non-conference schedule as we've seen so far. And we've done a bunch of previews already. I mean, the one like easy gimmick or, you know, give me win, not gimmick. Give me win was uh Northern Arizona. I mean, I think Brown's Northern probably Arizona. right there. Yeah. O- Oakland and Buffalo. Like I would not be surprised if they're in the NCAA tournament. You know what I mean? Like those teams are good. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Well, look, uh, let's talk the 2023 side of the schedule. Uh, but first, uh, let me get us paid. I want to tell you that uh, the college basketball experience. Well, look, we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. Remember, every every game, every day of the college basketball season will be here. Um, so subscribe over there. But look, we started with the Sports Gambling Podcast. That's why we're part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. SGP, the Sports Gambling Podcast, was the originator. The first thing that started back in 2011. All right. They are doing a great contest on YouTube right now where they're giving you a chance to win either an autographed jersey from Lawrence Taylor or an autographed jersey from Brian Dawkins. Uh, I know those are football players. We're doing basketball here. But if you don't know who that is, Brian Dawkins, legendary safety for the Eagles and Broncos and Lawrence Taylor, legendary linebacker for the Giants and also fantastic actor in any given Sunday. Right. Uh, Let's go. Uh, the contest is completely free to enter. All you have to do is subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast, comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. Turn your notifications on. So you don't miss SGP contacting you when they pull out the winner and uh, yeah, let's go. Let it ride. Um, All right, here we are back talking Sparty basketball. Oh man. The gauntlet, the gauntlet starts. Um, that is big 10 basketball play. So we're not going to go game by game. We're just going to look at a three game stretch that might uh, the hardest three game stretch of the season where you could say, Hey, opportunities to get wins, to build that resume, to get to the NCAA tournament or to get great seating in the NCAA tournament. Um, or what's that three game stretch? I know uh, you can actually, there's a, a few, I feel like you can, you can pinpoint. Um, what's that three game stretch that you just think, Oh man, you know, can they, can they, can they find a way to come out two and one in this three game stretch or, uh, you know, find a way to, to, to get some great wins there. I'm going to go to the dog days of February at the end, February 18th through 25th, where you got to go to your rival Michigan on Saturday, the 18th. Then you come home and you play the big 10 preseason pick Indiana at home on Tuesday, February 21st. And then you end up in Iowa city at Iowa on February 25th. So that, that stretch is brutal right there. I mean, that's one you, you can really make your resume. And I think we both agree. This team is going to need some marquee wins coming down the stretch. Yeah. And this, this schedule, obviously the big 10 is great, great basketball conference. And you know, it's such a deep conference that it's hard to pinpoint. I, Cause to me, I thought, man, I mean, how about January 7th? You're home to Michigan. You can, uh, mm-hmm. Then January 10th, you're going to Madison, Wisconsin. Then January 13th, you're at Illinois. And, and even after that, you're home to Purdue. So you could actually take the, 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 the Wisconsin, Illinois, Purdue side of that, or the Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois side of that. Either way, that stretch, absolutely fucking brutal, but it does give you an opportunity to get some key wins. So I must ask you now, I know it's hard forecast all this because injuries play such a huge role. Where do you got Michigan state though? Finishing in the, in the, uh, in the big, in the big 10 here. I'm going to go. I think they'll finish 10 and 10. I think they're going to be 500. And what, what does that put them? Probably in the seven or eight seed, probably I would say. And I think uh, ultimately they will get to the NCAA tournament by the skin of their teeth because of how challenging that non-conference schedule is. And it will only help them. 
I think they're going to be playing in Dayton come uh, come March. Mm, playing games. Um, yep. Their odds are plus seven fifty to win the Big Ten regular season. The odds on favorite folks, just so you know, is the Indiana Hoosiers, then the Michigan Wolverines, then the Illinois Fighting Illini, then the Iowa Hawkeyes, then the Purdue Boilermakers, and then Sparty. Uh, I'll tell you this: if you know Vegas' pecking order essentially is telling you Indiana's going to win, Michigan will be in second, Illinois will be in third, Iowa will be in fourth, Purdue will be in fifth, Michigan State being in sixth. I don't believe that. I think Michigan State will be ahead of Iowa when it's all said and done. I got Michigan State in fifth, in fifth. But I, man, I don't know because I always feel like I'm underestimating Wisconsin's, you know, or maybe yeah. even Ohio State. Actually, I think probably six. I just, I just think, you know, it's an interesting year in the Big Ten because you look and say, okay, well, Mike Woodson year two. He's got their 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 odds on to win the 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 Big Ten, putting a target on back. We haven't seen Mike Woodson with a target on his back as the head coach of the Hoosiers. Then you got Michigan, who's rebuilding. I I feel like a little bit they're rebuilt. I still think they're going to be a pretty good team, but I'm saying like they they lost some pieces. I don't think they were expecting to lose. And uh, then you have Illinois, who I thought did a great job in the portal. Iowa lost some key pieces, obviously. Purdue lost lost a couple key pieces, I would say. So you have opportunity to climb up the ranks. I know Ohio State did great in the portal. It's kind of an open, open. Uh, am I crazy for saying like it wouldn't shock me if Michigan State finished first or second? No, because of Tom Izzo, and maybe he likes this group, and it's kind of an under the radar group. But uh, yeah, no, I mean we'll find out real early if they'll have a shot to do that with that non-conference schedule. I just think like to me, I, I get it on paper. Indiana and Illinois jump out to me as probably, and even Michigan probably as your top three. Yeah but I don't think they're that big of a gap between Michigan and Michigan state. I think it's, I think it's actually kind of small. Um, I'll take them to finish sixth. That schedule is insane. Yeah. Uh, and I also think like Ohio state, Wisconsin, and even like Maryland could be better than what we think. I can't wait to talk the rest. I can't wait to watch all of this folks. Well, okay. How about this? What's what's their ceiling in the NCAA tournament? I think second weekend. Yeah. 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 Izzo's got I don't a knack. He's going to get to the final yeah. four. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, a, like you said, he, he always finds a way to get there when, when you're least expected it. So, uh, but I don't think this is one of his teams that gets to a final four. Yeah. Yeah. I'll call for, I'll call for uh best case scenario, sweet 16. Yeah. Best sure. case scenario, sweet 16. All right, folks, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Remember also to subscribe to the college football experience. We cannot wait for the season to start with hoops, but with college football, we're already there. All right. I know it's been a tough year, Sparty, but Hey, you know, uh, maybe, maybe you just want to talk college football, some other games. Boom. We got you covered. Or maybe you play the spoiler role, beat the uh, fighting Illini this weekend. All right. Don't worry. All right. Good things are coming. You got, you got NIL money's coming. Don't worry. All right, folks, uh, check out the sports gambling podcast. Check out, uh, obviously Ryan McIntyre here. Give him a follow on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. Uh, also check out the Ryan and Russ show and also check out the NFL gambling podcast. 
And uh, obviously he'll be here with me talking college basketball every single day. When the season tips on November 7th, come on in actually before November 7th, even November 6th, we'll be firing away. Uh, so please, if you can uh, give him a follow, I'm also on Twitter at the Colby D the college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. We'd really appreciate it. If you took a minute out of your day and went over to the iTunes uh, college basketball experience, gave us a five-star review. Come on. We're doing all this work for you here. Takes one minute out of your day. Sponsors always love that stuff. And they go check the comments and feel good about their investment, all that shit. But uh, do that please. If you can five-star review and then uh, yeah, uh, get, come talk Sparty basketball, football with me. I mean, uh, with everybody, you know, sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. I can't recommend it enough. Even if you're just, even if you're just, if you're just a, maybe you just want to talk whatever uh, you know, the Canadian football league, boom, there's a channel in there for that. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter, but with basketball, college basketball, college football, we're talking it every day. Hop in there. You will enjoy it. Also get the SGPN app in the app store, Google play store. And yeah, I cannot wait for the season. Let's go. All right, folks. This is the Michigan state Spartans, 2022, 23 season preview episode. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Rebounded. 25 offensive rebounds. First time we blocked over the call from.